Hello, and welcome back to the Super Spreader Show with Trisha and Susie. We're here to infect you with the truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Is that what I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> As we ended part one of that last show, we were the doom and gloom girls. Yeah. So we'll try to like keep it light and funny in the beginning and the end. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to please. Yeah. <laughs> show like the goofballness of, of us. We're not all doom and gloom. Yeah. So can we like, I just want to feel like <laughs> doom and gloom with like black glitter though. So it's yeah. like pretty and yeah, shiny, but we're doom. like yeah. doom and gloom. I feel like that mm-hmm. fits our mood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just. Glittery doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are continuing with the Joe Rogan Experience podcast with Dr. Malone, and this is our part two. If by chance you didn't listen to part one, we are just giving in order. Susie took amazing notes (laughs) listening to this three-hour podcast to let you all know um, what was said, bullet points, you know, we're going pretty fast with this, and, you know, whatever catches your attention, you can research yourself. So, um, yeah, we'll just... Jump right into it. All right. Yeah. So we left off with how incentivized hospitals are to treat COVID patients. And treat by treat, I mean, not come out of the hospital. (laughs) You are dead. Yeah. Um, So the next, he kind of, so in this podcast, he jumps from topic to topic. It's so interesting. And I really do encourage you to take the time to listen to it. But I understand if you don't have the attention span or the time. That's why we're here to help you with like bullet points. So he does. He dives into uh, fact fact checking because, as as we mentioned in the last podcast, he was banned from Twitter recently, the day before he went on this show, actually. And so he talks about this company called Thomson Reuters, and Thomson Reuters is a fact checking company, uh, but they are tied to Pfizer. They have a common corporate ownership. And they and so they're as the fact checker of Twitter, which is happens to be the platform he just that just banned Dr. Malone. That that means they are essentially making the decision about what information will be discussed on Twitter. So, AKA that is a conflict of interest. If you have a fact checking company that is tied to a comp another company, um, that a, doc- a doctor may be questioning, and now that doctor is banned, that is a red flag. People like I don't I. You need to consider that of what of who is being banned. So basically, he saw, yeah. So in, in another in another spin of this, it's like he's the doctor, and not just any doctor, the inventor of the mRNA technology in these vaccines, the inventor of it. He's a vaccinologist and immunologist. I don't know how mo- much more in in your face he can be about this. Like that, this is his profession, and he is the one that's questioning his the use of his own technology and he can't do that because an indoctrinated college student who got a job at Twitter <laughs> thinks that he knows more than a doctor. I mean, this is where we're at. I mean, I just, I, it blows my, I guess I, I, that term, I'm just, I've never, my mind has never been blown this much in two years. Like I wish maybe we were what being recorded right now. I wish we were video recording <laughs> us right now. We are so mad. I am enjoying my view of you right now. <laughs> 
I am really enjoying. You should see her hands are flying all around. Her hands are on her temples. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just needed to throw that out there. So yeah, <laughs> and there, yeah, they, I, I discovered the whole fact checking orgy that goes on <laughs> with the, you know, Facebook, Bill Gates. Their, their fact checkers are are people that they own. So that's like. I mean, can Com- we talk really fast about Facebook since you brought them up? <sighs> sure. And they were um, taken to court, and they were going to be sued for a lot of money. And Facebook came out and finally, just to quote-unquote win that court case, came out and said, yes, fact-checkers are opinions. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you hear that? Or no? I think I briefly heard it, and I think, you it, know, it was, like, a couple months ago. So yeah, I do remember. We're, like, way past that. Yeah. <laughs> but I just needed to bring that up because Facebook has admitted themselves that fact-checkers are, in fact, just opinions. Mm-hmm. So now you go to Twitter. I know it's not owned by the same people. Probably they are. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but like you're saying... This fact checker company is tied in with Pfizer. <laughs> like, what the heck? Yeah. Wow. And you know what? They have this like amazing monologue. If I I'll, if, if I can find the video and we, once our website's up and running, I'll put it on there if I can somehow. Where it's like a, mon- a monologue of like, this segment of CNN brought to you by Pfizer. This segment of the Today Show brought to you by Pfizer. I mean, they... <laughs> pay for so it was like 30 it was like 30 uh channels so you're, you're gonna tell me there's no conflict of interest of what these people say about that company yeah okay okay like, yeah we believe you <laughs> <laughs> keep 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 re- referencing your fact checking like that i had to get off of facebook for that alone i couldn't i mean people were driving me nuts because it's like you <laughs> are are repeating or you're like Reposting something that has been fact checked by the very company that owns the fact checker. Like, I don't, I just, I can't do it anymore. I can't. can't. Exactly. Um, Okay. I mean, so now we know Dr. Malone was kicked off of Twitter. Twatter. Yeah. Twatter. And he's the inventor of the mRNA technology. We're going to keep saying that until it's like burned Mm -hmm. into your brain. Mm -hmm. So we can go into now him talking about the lipid nanoparticles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll just jump in. So uh, Dr. Malone is saying that the lipid nanoparticles in the jabs were supposed to stay in your arm. But remember, they are in the middle of their study. Basic <laughs> clinical trial. Yeah. So, yes, they were we're supposed to stay in the arm. We're all in this together. <laughs> We're all in this together. <laughs> we're all in this clinical trial together. Um, we're in the control group. We're the T- control group. Yeah, we're not taking that job. So um, that's why we can laugh because we didn't yeah. get it. So sorry. That was Our DNA is still intact. Yes. <laughs> we're pure bloods. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yet they're shown to travel to two unlikely places. And I mean, they're pretty important places. Mm-hmm, I would say. The bone marrow and the ovaries. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Remind me, who is 
the big name behind depopulation and is invested into vaccines? Would it be William Gates? <gasps> bing, bing, also bing. Also known as Bill Gates. Bill Gates. So it's shocking that this travels to the ovaries. Oh, and one more thing. Oh, yeah. He owns Moderna. Thank you. That's the best part. That's the best part. That's, the, that's one of the vaccines you're getting with the mRNA technology. And he's for depopulation. Mm -hmm. And this uh, lipid nanoparticle is traveling to some people's ovaries. I mean, does that not scream depopulation? <laughs> so... Sorry, I'm laughing. Science 101, but ovaries are kind of crucial to yeah. reproduction, right, guys? Super, I mean, that's pretty important. I'm laughing at this point in our conversation because I could cry. Yeah, it's either I'm that not taking it. light of this at all when I laugh. It makes my stomach turn. Mm -hmm. I am super pissed off about this. And you're giving it to your kids. Mm -hmm. Like, anyways, okay. I'm just going to keep laughing because I'm getting really mad. Mm -hmm. So if for those that don't know, ovaries control a woman's menstrual cycle. And for those who don't know, you are born with the amount of eggs you're going to have your whole life. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like your body just keeps producing more. You're set. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, you could research that yourself. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. That's what I've heard. So if you're giving your five-year-old daughter this shot, and it could possibly go to her ovaries. And those ovaries actually will affect her kids. So by the grace of God, if your daughter is not affected by the jab and is able to conceive, her daughter may not. That's mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to put that out there. Um, <clears throat> I do also want, I also want, <laughs> Susie put in a little, her own sentence here, and it's, <laughs> she's like, so between myocarditis in men and reproductive problems in women, they're trying to depopulate us, yeah. <laughs> which we were saying earlier, kill the men, make the women infertile. Yeah, I mean, he, go, he goes into that whole description in the podcast and so this is towards the end where I'm just like what how much more clear can it be and I mean you won't know you won't really if you don't understand what we're saying you have to listen to it yeah and then you will yeah or it's scary research it yourself so um and then he goes into the spike protein so do you want to go go ahead into the spike protein so I mean at that point in the podcast my mind is like on overload and I had a hard time following it because it's pretty technical so that's why in my notes I put he talks he discusses how the spike protein in the vax in the vaccine which I hate using that term because it's it's not a, a traditional vaccine because it doesn't provide immunology exactly immunity but whatever um, but anyway he talks about how the spike protein in that is actually different from the spike protein in the virus and he goes into that and if you list if you want to skip to that into the podcast if you're like a real science buff or whatever which I'm fin finding myself becoming. You know, because it does fascinate me. Um, it's at the hundred minute, around the hundred minute mark of the podcast um, that he goes into it, and it's, I mean, it's mind blowing. Um, and so I wouldn't, I didn't want to try and explain it from my non medical <laughs> <laughs> understanding, but um, 
he does explain it. And that's, that's a red flag, another red flag in the thousands of red flags with this whole agenda. So, and then he does talk about, you know, and I've heard other doctors talk about T cells um, and how, you know, they are crucial to our um, immune systems and how it's these jabs are suppressing the T cells in a certain way. And that's worrisome to a lot of the doctors in his line of work that deal with pathology, immunology, and virology. Like when you have those doctors that are questioning it, you should listen. Like that, we need to ask more questions, you guys. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but, and if these doctors are asking questions, you need to pay attention and not you know, disregard them because Anderson Cooper tells you <laughs> to stop using a horse dorm. I mean, come on, like think about who you are listening to right now. So many people are, are taking stock in a news anchor mm -hmm. or a corporate doctor who hasn't even treated anyone over these doctors who are treating patients. They're not, they're coming from personal experience of how to treat this disease. And the the questions that they have and the concerns they have are from their experience with it so far. Because, like, they describe to you that medicine is an art. It's still an art form. And the whole idea is you, you do question it. You do try things. So this whole one-size-fits-all solution that they're trying to push on us is ridiculous for these doctors to I mean, have to you deal can, with. Yeah, you can take a step further. When Joe Rogan did... I, we'll just say the Zelenko, Dr. Zelenko's thing. I don't know where he got his information from, honestly, Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. But when he took all the vitamins and all ivermectin and all of that, they slammed him. Mm -hmm. And they, this is how they know we are so dumb. We are blinded. They slammed Joe Rogan for immediately getting healed by this medicine. Turn around and bring Big Bird. <laughs> out to say to jab your kids don't lose don't listen to joe rogan listen to big bird yeah listen to the jonas That's brothers stupid. listen to the famous people we are stupid oh mm -hmm. yeah i want to yeah they my know head. they know that our society takes more stock in a celebrity than a professional in that field i, I mean do. it is incredible to me where we are right now sorry i had to throw yeah, that in no, there that, that makes a, me so mad such a good point because it's it is. I mean, they think we are dumb. Yeah. I mean, that's how they. I mean, a lot us. of people are. Yeah, it's true. But that's why we're here. Yeah. Wake up. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. We'll just go back into the bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the next bullet point that uh, Dr. Malone talks about is people are being jabbed by from these jabs is worrisome. Oh, no. Sorry. 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 I, was, I like combine the yeah. two bullet points. My bad. <laughs> and we don't edit. So you're yeah. just going to hear you're all the mess hear, ups. Yep, you're hearing it all. <laughs> you heard it here. Sorry. <laughs> Let me keep my finger by the bullet point. <laughs> People are being jabbed for a virus we are no longer encountering. So the more jabs is the more screwing up your immune system. Um... I mean, white white blood count uh, is down. I mean, people are not fighting off things that they typically would after mm -hmm. the jab. Yeah, I mean that's a little that's so so it's so funny because I'm not trying to. We hate how 
mainstream media and the celebrities and all those people have so much fear driven into people that they are getting these jobs. We're not trying to make you fearful in the other way. Mm-hmm. More open your eyes. Because I know I'm saying, like, it's just scary. Because now we're, like, two years into this, and there are studies. Yeah. So these are facts. So if, like, I don't even know how many jobs we're in in the one year. We we're are on we at, four? Or are we on two and a booster? I don't know. So forgive us. But we don't know if we're two jobs in a booster or three jobs in a booster in America. I don't know. But you are screwing your immune response. To other things. To other things. Yeah. Um, there are rare cancers now being discovered after the job. I mean, this is bonkers. So we're not trying to put fear in you, but we're trying to wake you up mm-hmm. to the evil in this world. And I would interject. I would mm-hmm. add that um, when he talks about a virus we're no longer encountering, so he's referring to the um, variants. Yeah. So these these vaccines were designed to combat like the alpha variant, which was, and now we're at like Omicron. You know, so and you do you really think the government who bought billions of dollars worth of vaccines is just going to throw those away <laughs> and buy billions? I mean, I know they yeah. like to print money, mm-hmm. and don't think we have a budget anymore. Because they can, what, put our country into, I mean, that's a whole other That's a whole other topic, episode. We're like a trillion dollar debt ceiling, okay. But, yeah, no, no, you're, you're getting what they bought. They're not going to put, they're not going to waste those. I mean, do you know? Do you know if you, if you have, which one you're getting even? Like, I don't think people even know sometimes which one they get. They just, they just rolled their sleeve for the greater good, you know. So, that, I just wanted to clarify yeah, that. He's talking about you. variants. Because I, I should have put that in the thank notes. Thank you. I, I, that sounds kind of like, no, there's still a virus, but it's not the one you're being immu- trying uh, apparently, or that you think you're being immunized against, which you actually aren't because you're still spreading it <laughs> and still getting it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you're still getting it. Um, you want to oh, jump of, into Omicron? Well, yeah. So like, like I said, we're at Omicron and um, he, go, he goes into a really interesting discussion about Omicron because um, yes, it is more infectious. We are seeing it spread right now. but. But, there's a big but, it's less pathogenic. And I remember in esthetician school a few years back, I learned about pathogens, and that's, you know, they can be deadly. So, that's what he means. It's, it's so, it, it can be more infectious, but it's less deadly. And that's basically how our other coronaviruses have gone through our population. Like, where people get, we have fl- cold and flu season. Yes, people die. It's terrible. It's part of, you know, death is a part of life, and that's how some people die, and it's terrible. But, um. Most people live, like, especially in the younger ages. So that's this one, you know, if you are paying attention to what's going on in the, in the news right now, like across the board, not just mainstream. Um, if you're listening to the right news sources, they are discussing about Omicron is actually, I just read a tagline today um, about it. It's, it's basically the, the virus that, would, that, a doc, that they would create in a lab to end it. I mean, it's just how it works its way out. So that's the best news. Yeah. So that's we should like, be excited. Should you repeat that? You know, you would think you would think that you know, our, if if our news media was doing their job, that if they saw heard that information from reliable sources like immunologists and virologists, um, doctors who specialize in that, saying that 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 might be something you might want to tell. Oh, but wait, that means the fear is gone, and you can't have people plugged into your show every day, waiting to be cursed with more fear like yeah so why would you I mean why would you say anything that's good news 
Yeah. But it is. I mean, and we need to start look, think, looking looking at it, you know, as an adult. And yes, if I can add basic math, if something's more infectious, less deadly, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, and he describes because like the alpha variant was more, he got, he got, Dr. Mullen got uh, coronavirus or COVID um, early on in 2020. And it was in his lung, deep lung. And that's where it gets really dangerous where he's saying now the infection of these, of Omicron is shown more in the upper airway. So it's, that's how it makes it less deadly. So that's a good thing. It's a good thing. So yeah, he goes more into that. In there. And I always get a cold, always at this time of year. It's as do most people. Yeah, no, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just we're hoping to alleviate fear. Mm-hmm. There's early treatment. It's our frustration. <laughs> early treatment. Yeah, find a doctor. The number's still on the CDC website. Ninety nine point nine percent survival rate, guys. Yeah, still there. And I mean, you need a Vax passport to get into some McDonald's. So you get you need but to be you, healthy but, to kill yourself in the other yeah. another way. But studies have shown now, if you're obese, overweight, you're more likely to have severe illness from COVID. <laughs> it's just a clown world. I'm done. Oh, I said this at the beginning when they the whole agenda first started. It was, um, you know, look at look at who. Look at who's offering you incentives to get the vaccine. Mm, Krispy Kreme donuts, mm-hmm. beer, strip strippers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, those are red. Those are red flags for me, and I don't think I'm the smartest person in the room. But I mean, that's kind of like why, like, why aren't they giving giving like free vitamin C shots, a free parking pass at the beach one day to get outside? You know, vitamin think D. about think about the market of people that is being incentivized to take this vaccine. Yeah, just think about that. We just need to say this real fast because vitamin D. So low levels of vitamin D was shown in the severe, um, severe. What word am I? Cases like like the people cases. Yes, Mm -hmm. the people that were hospitalized or whatever. They all had low vitamin D. We are entering winter, Mm -hmm. so even though we live in SoCal, we're still like wearing sweaters and stuff. So you're not getting the correct amount of vitamin D that you should, and so. Take vitamin D. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there is nothing else, just take Supplement a daily it. vitamin D in your body during the winter, you know, um, the little bit colder season, you know, so um, that would help with your sickness. Mm-hmm. So take vitamin D. Find yeah. a doctor. I mean, th- I mean, this this no, is facts. over though. the counter, yeah. Yeah, over the counter. This is facts over the last year, very low vitamin D levels. So... I just wanted to throw mm-hmm. that plug no, in, true. I guess. And I, there are a lot of countries that do supplement, especially in the northern hemisphere. So yeah. we, I don't, why our, why our country doesn't talk about that? I don't know because <laughs> we have a, co- I have a Costco sized bottle. We have plenty of vitamin D <laughs> in our economy. So yeah, well, who knows if the government will start taking that away? But I know yeah, for now we're super spreading right now. <laughs> oh no, take vitamin D. Who knows? They're <laughs> gonna take that off the shelf. But, um, yeah, the last uh, two little bullet points here are. So I'll just quickly go through it. So he also mentions that 95% of the people who have died from COVID have an average of four comorbidities. So people have pre-existing conditions that are dying from this. 
So just keep that in mind. Um, he, he really encourages people to find a doctor that will administer early treatment. Super important. I haven't even taken the time to do that myself. I'm not even going to lie. But, I mean, I've been kind of just taking my own caution, well, we have, precautions no, at home. No, you have. It's the frontline doctors. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> It's just costs yeah. a pretty penny versus going to your regular doctor yeah. or whatever. So, I mean, that's the downside. But, yeah. no, you are. Yeah. So I guess I am. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't find a doctor, go to America's frontlinedoctor.org. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he gets, he gets into the point where it's, it's an, it's inexplicable why the government is withholding monoclonal antibodies, which is a whole nother, uh, subject, but it's another treatment protocol. That's one that Joe Rogan did. It's one I know people's parents have done. Um, but anyway, he, so if, so the government knows that, um, monoclonal antib- antibodies are known um, to treat the current disease, and yet they're withholding withholding them in places like Florida. Yeah, I mean, it's so straight withholding. <laughs> like, why them. would you? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And so he's asking the question: Could it be to keep a certain amount of the population sick to maintain the EUA for these va- vaccines? So, I mean, you have to add. Those are the the questions and the dots you need to start connecting. Of why are they doing this? I mean, and then the point that he makes that I learned earlier on is, you know, the EUA. That's what keeps these pharmaceutical companies not liable if anything bad happens. And I don't know why people aren't mentioning that more in my conversations. It's like, there is no liability. So I understand that maybe you're not seeing people around you reacting badly to it, but people are. And if it is you, God forbid, they are not responsible. They are not responsible for it. And so why would they want to, why would they want to have responsibility all of a sudden? So just, you know, ask those, ask those questions and start connecting those dots. I'm going to jump in right before we close. Okay. Um, try to explain a meme because it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like three pictures at the top and then a one very confused face at the bottom. So the first picture is Pfizer with a bunch of money. And it's like the producer is not responsible. The middle is a doctor picture. The doctor is not responsible. The third picture is Fauci. The government is not responsible. And at the bottom is like a confused American. And it says, but if I refuse the vaccine, I'm responsible. Yeah. That's where we're at. It's so, uh, yeah. 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 So I just, I wanted to say that. Well, and that kind of ties into the last point I think we wanted to do yeah. in this segment, which is he talks about Pfizer. He just goes right at right at it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, but he, re- okay, so he says Pfizer is one of the most criminal pharma organizations in the world based on their past legal history and fines. And I've heard of this. Bef- I've heard this before, and you can look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been fined millions of dollars. No, it was billions. It probably, bil- yeah, it could no, be billions. It was yeah. billions. Um, and some of the things that they've been fined for include bribing physicians. Do you not think that's going on right now? I mean, seriously. I mean, so, I feel like they don't even have to bribe. They just have to threaten. Yeah, or threaten their license. Their license. Yeah. So he 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 goes on. It it is a cost benefit analysis about misbehavior. Like they just they're like what like how how far can we take this, and how much will it cost us for us to keep you know our bottom line growing. Um, they just, they, he says they don't live with the same moral code as humanity. Yeah. They um, are about their ROI, their return on investment, and their overlords that own them, which he, I mean, this is like amazing that he's starting, because I mean, I, I got wind of these companies 
as I was doing research in other ways, but he talks about BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard. These are massive funds that are completely decoupled from nation states, and they are just about a bottom line. We are just, we are flies or ants on the ground to them. And if we can keep making them money, that's really all they care about. They will squash us without hesitation because they're, they're not, they're not looking at us through a moral lens or looking at us through a financial lens. And that's, so I loved that he went into that because it's so true. He was pretty bold in that statement. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Research those companies. Yeah. So I want to just, um, reread those because we could talk about BlackRock. BlackRock makes my skin crawl. Mm Mm-hmm. We could talk an hour about BlackRock and everything that they're doing, buying up all the properties. Like, I mean, we can go into a rabbit hole there. Uh, State Street, Vanguard, those are just three examples to research yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, fascinating, fascinating <laughs> things that you will find with those, just those three. So I, I love how we're ending it on Pfizer and... Scheiser. (laughs) Scheiser. (laughs) And what Dr. Malone is saying, and we're giving you guys three things to research. Just pick one because you could probably spend a lot of time on just one. My my recommendation would be BlackRock. Do you have a recommendation out of those three? I I think they're all (laughs) equally. Any mini, mini, more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's they're very eye opening. So yeah, we'll we'll end it with that little homework assignment. <laughs> Look up for yourself, um, and yeah, we're gonna have to do a part three mm-hmm. on this podcast. It'll be worth it, guys. Yeah, totally worth it. I mean, these are only thirty minutes. We take a podcast. bathroom break and then <laughs> <laughs> definitely need a bathroom break. Come back. Yes. So you've been listening to the Super Spreader Show with Trisha. And Susie. See you on part three. Bye.